Sarah Huckabee Sanders is leaving. <laughs> and I was really torn as to whether or not I wanted to start there or just leave her out altogether, but Sarah Huckabee Sanders is leaving. I think it's appropriate, actually, though, to invoke that ever-so-special name in starting to talk a little bit about knowledge, and I'm going to be very brief today. Um, in, in an age where not only that guy, but Sarah Huckabee Sanders has almost single-handedly created fake news as a thing, all right? I, there's a part of me that's wondering if maybe, so like this week as well, this whole business of deep fakes started to get a little bit of traction, like people understanding that you can actually attach someone else's face to someone else's body in media and like make it look and sound just like them. I'm wondering if the reason she's leaving is because she's actually a deep fake. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a trip? Yeah. She's actually Melania. That's where she's been. <laughs> I did not come out here to talk to you about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I did, I, I did want to mention, though, this business of knowledge and, and, and what is it? What do we know? You know, knowledge should be um, what we know actually is, right? You know, that, like, that was kind of a baseline for a long time. <laughs> that, okay, I know this is a piano. <laughs> Um, and that's kind of being called into question. I have to believe that part of this is coming from the fact that we live in what is commonly referred to right now as the information age. So, wrap your heads around this. We're in the information age. And lo, many years ago, there was something called the Iron Age that resulted in explosive weapons. Then there was the Reformation, which resulted in hundreds, if not thousands, of years of religious wars. And there's the Age of Enlightenment, that resulted in some pretty catastrophic revolutions around the world and, you know, things like that. Then the, the Age of Industry, capitalism, yum. So maybe fake news is the response, the parallel response, to the information age. Maybe that is where the weapon exists in the information age. Just ponder that for a little. I'm really I'm not trying to totally depress you all today, but I, I did want to start there with a little bit of this uh, business of asking what is knowledge. And we also live in this age as well where education, that is the access to what we call knowledge, is privilege. And those who have access to this thing called education and knowledge have much more access to the world, quite frankly, and access to this thing that I mentioned before called power. But 
I'm convinced, not just after reading Foucault, but after my own exploration of things, that power is a myth. Total myth. Doesn't exist. What power is, is it is a framing of knowledge. It is a leveraging of belief and a manipulation of trust. I'm going to say those three things again. Framing of knowledge, leveraging of belief, and a manipulation of trust. I promise I'm really not trying to depress you. Power is not a thing. Power is a tool to move the thing that we call knowledge around. And it's troubling sometimes that we are in this land that is called the United States of America that is obsessed with power. All of our documents of government are framed entirely in relationship to who has and who does not have power. There's very little language in our founding documents that is devoted to relationship. After the preamble, it talks about rights and freedom and liberty, but then it goes on to list legislative power, executive power, judicial power, and communal power as well. So my counterbalance to all this power and knowledge talk is what I want to leave you with today, is that Within this framework of the things that we know are real, the piano, and then power telling us that, oh, that, that piano might fall out of the sky on you, you know? There's this thing called faith. And it, faith is what cannot be known about what is known to be. It is the mystery. It is imagination. It is wonder, aspiration, promise, hope, surprise, disappointment, tragedy. And faith is not the only word for this. Nor is it the best word for it. It's the word I like to use because a lot of people get it when you say faith. I have no problem explaining that, okay, my faith how it activates, how it lives in the world may not look or be the same as yours, but I have to believe that as co-human beings on this planet, you want some mystery, or you understand at the very least that there has to be mystery, there has to be the unknown, there has to be the magical, there has to be the inspirational. It's not just what is here now and how that is used against or for something else. So I told you a little bit about the Juneteenth story, and I want to continue on that vein here. Imagine if your whole life, the sky has been above you, but it was actually below you. Rather, that the sky was, you were told the sky was up when in fact it was down. Imagine as well that you have always had a deep sense within you that the world was upside down, 
but you had no way, no knowledge to prove it, and no way to affirm that knowledge even for yourself. Imagine that you needed to find some way to explain this to yourself, to your children, to your friends, who were also trapped in this upside-down world, and you needed to explain this so that you could continue despite the pounding headaches and the blood rushing to your head 24-7. You needed some way to explain this wacky upside-down world where up was down and down was up, where gravity was pulling you up. One way to explain it? Faith. Being able to lift yourself out of the piano, music stand, the things, the stuff, and to dwell in that space within your heart, within your blessed heart, that can imagine another kind of world. So imagine as well that you've been told your whole life that the sky is above you and then one day someone who is standing completely upside down with no trouble at all comes and tells you that the sky is actually below you and you have been upside down the whole time. And then imagine that they tell you you've got to figure that out on your own. And they walk away. All you may have left once your world is literally turned upside down, may be faith. Formerly enslaved people of this country clung to and still cling to faith, and it is not a bad thing. It is because the struggle continues today. For many African Americans, the world is still very very much so upside down. Juneteenth is the celebration of the moment of turning the world on its head for African Americans. The slaves in Texas had been there for three years, but they didn't know that they were free. Their freedom in that time was meaningless. They were not given the knowledge. They were not privileged to receive the knowledge. What is more, they were given no tools or clues as to how to get themselves right side up in the upside-down world of a white-dominated former slave-holding South. Now, the 13th Amendment ended slavery in 1865. That is, it ended the legal power relationship that allowed one person to enslave another. But it not, did not really turn the world right side up. The end of slavery was not the end of black oppression. Indeed, black oppression, or any oppression really, can only end when the oppressed create a framework entirely outside of their oppression and move away from knowledge that keeps one down and the other up. Gospel music resonates so deeply because this struggle continues. More importantly, it resonates because it comes from the place of human wonder, of human tragedy, of human magic, and the place of unshakable human faith. I think this is why gospel music is also a mystery 
to some. Gospel music doesn't deal with knowledge or power. It can't be bothered, quite frankly. Gospel music, and indeed the entire journey of black liberation in this country, isn't about being right side up in an, out, in an upside down world. It's about the journey to escape the limitations of a world that limits itself to understanding only through knowledge and power. Gospel music and black faith are about remembering that there is no up or down when you remember that you can fly. May it be so.